Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. Numbers chapter 20. Then the children of Israel came, the whole congregation, into the desert of Zin in the first month, and the people stayed in Kadesh, and Miriam died there and was buried there. And there was no water for the congregation, and they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. And the people strove with Moses and spoke, saying, Would that we had died when our brothers died before Yahweh. And why have you brought up the congregation of Yahweh into this wilderness that we and our cattle should die there? And have you, and why have you made us to come up out of Egypt and to bring us into this evil place? It is a place of no seed or no figs or of vines or of pomegranates, nor is there any water to drink. Then Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the door of the tent of meeting, and they fell upon their faces. And the glory of Yahweh appeared to them. And Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Take the staff and gather the assembly together, you and Aaron, your brother, and speak to the rock before their eyes, and it will give forth its water, and you will bring water out of the rock to them. So you will give the congregation and their beasts to drink. Then Moses took the staff from before Yahweh as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. And he said to them, listen now, you rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand and with his staff, he struck the rock twice and water came out abundantly and the congregation and also their beasts drank. And Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe me to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you will not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. This is the water of Meribah, meaning strife, because the children of Israel strove with Yahweh and he was sanctified among them. And Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom. Thus says your brother Israel, you know all the trouble that has befallen us, how our fathers went down into Egypt and we lived in Egypt a long time and the Egyptians mistreated us and our fathers. And when we cried to Yahweh, he heard our voice and sent an angel and has brought us forth out of Egypt and behold, we are in Kadesh, a city in the outermost of your border. Let us pass, I pray you, through your country, and we will not pass through the fields nor the vineyards, neither will we drink of the water of the wells. We will go by the king's highway. We will not turn to the right hand or to the left until we have passed your borders. And Edom said to him, you will not pass by me, or I shall come out against you with the sword. And the children of Israel said to him, 
we will go by the highway. And if I and my cattle drink of your water, then I shall pay for it. I shall only go through on my feet without doing anything else. And he said, you will not go through. And Edom came out against him with many people and a strong hand. Thus, Edom refused to give Israel passage through his border. So Israel was turned away. And the children of Israel, the whole congregation, journeyed from Kadesh and came to Mount Hor. And Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron on Mount Hor by the border of the land of Edom, saying, Aaron will be gathered to his people, for he will not enter the land which I have given to the children of Israel, because you rebelled against my word at the water of Meribah. Take Aaron and Elisar, his son, and bring them up to Mount Hor. Strip Aaron of his garments and put them upon Elazar, his son, and Aaron will be gathered to his people and will die there. And Moses did as Yahweh commanded and went up on Mount Hor in the sight of the whole congregation. And Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and put them on Elazar, his son. And Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Then Moses and Elazar came down from the mountain and when the congregate eh. and when the congregation saw that Aaron was dead, they, the whole house of Israel, mourned for Aaron for thirty days. Chapter twenty-one. And when the Canaanite, the king of Arad, who dwelled in the south, heard that Israel came by the way of Atarim. Then he fought against Israel and took some of them prisoners. And Israel vowed a vow to Yahweh and said, If you will indeed deliver this people into my hand, then I will utterly destroy their cities. And Yahweh hearkened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed them and their cities. And he called the name of the place Hormah, which means utter destruction. And they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Reed Sea to bypass the land of Edom. And the hearts of the people were very discouraged because of the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our very beings loathe this light bread. And Yahweh sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and many people of Israel died. Therefore, the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against Yahweh and against you. Pray to Yahweh, so he will take the serpents away from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And Yahweh said to Moses, Make for yourself a fiery serpent. And set it upon a pole, and it will be that everyone that is bitten, when he looks upon it, will live. And Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it upon a pole. And it was, and it was that if a serpent had bitten anyone, then he looked, when he looked upon the serpent of bronze, he lived. And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in Obot, and they journeyed from Obot and pitched at Ija, Abirim, in the wilderness, which is before Moab, toward the sunrising. From there, they left and pitched in the valley of Zered, 
And they left from there and pitched on the other side of Arnon, which is the wilderness that came that comes out of the border of the Amorites. For Arnon is the border of Moab between Moab and the Amorites. Therefore, it is said in the brook, in the book of the wars of Yahweh, Vaheb in Sufa, and the brooks of Arnon. which means God gave miracles in the Red Sea. And the course of the brooks that incline toward the dwelling of Ar and leaning upon the border of Moab. And from there they went to Be'er, which that is the well of which Yahweh spoke to Moses, and gather the people together and I shall give them water. Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well, sing to it. The princes dug the well, the nobles of the people sanctified it with the scepter, with their staffs. And from the wilderness, they went to Matanah, and from Matanah to Nahaliel, and from Nahaliel to Bamot, and from Bamot in the valley that is in the country of Moab, to the top of Pisgah, which looks towards Yeshimon. And Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through your land. We will not turn into the fields or into the vineyards. We will not drink of the waters of the well, but we will go along by the king's highway until we are past your borders. And Sihon would not allow Israel to pass through his borders. But Sihon gathered all his people together and went out against Israel in the wilderness. And he came to Yahaz and fought against Israel. And Israel struck him with the edge of the sword and possessed his land from Arnon to Jabbok, even to the children of Ammon, for the border of the children of Ammon was strong. And Israel took all these cities. And Israel dwelled in all the cities of the Amorites in Heshbon, and in all its villages. For Heshbon was the city of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab and taken all his land out of his hand, even Arnon. Therefore, those who speak in Proverbs say, come into Heshbon, let the city of Sihon be built and established, for a fire has gone out of Heshbon, a flame from the city of Sihon. It has consumed Ar of Moab and the lords of the high places of Arnon. Woe to you, Moab, you are undone, O people of Chemosh. He has rendered his sons fugitives and his daughters captives to Sihon, king of the Amorites. We have shot at them. Heshbon has perished even to Divan, and we have laid them waste even to Nophah, which reaches to Medeba. And Israel stayed in the land of the Amorites, and Moses sent men to spy out Yazer, and they took its villages and drove out the Amorites that were there. And they turned and went up by the way of Bashan and Og, the king of Bashan, went out against them, he and all his people, to the battle of Edrei. And Yahweh said to Moses, Do not in any way be awed by him, for I have delivered him, all his people, and his land into your hand. 
And you will do to him as you did to Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who dwelled at Heshbon. So they struck him and his sons and all his people until no one was left alive, and they possessed his land. And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan by Jericho. And Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. Sorry, we're in chapter 22 now. Chapter 22, verse 2. And Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was very afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said to the elders of Midian, now this company will lick up all that are around us, like the ox licks up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of the Moabites at that time. He sent messengers, therefore, to Balaam, the son of Baor, to Petorah, that is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, a people came out from Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they live next to me. Therefore now come, I pray you, and curse this people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall prevail, so we can strike them, and so I can drive them out of the land, for I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. And the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian left with the rewards of divination in their hand, and they came to Balaam and spoke the words of Balak to him. And he said to them, Lodge here this night, and I shall bring you word again, as Yahweh will speak to me. And the princes of Moab stayed with Balaam. And God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? And Balaam said to God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent to me, saying, Behold, there is a people that has come out of Egypt, and it covers the face of the earth. Come now, curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said to Balaam, You will not go with them. You will not curse the people, for they are blessed. And Balaam rose up in the morning and said to the princes of Balak, Go back to your land, for Yahweh refuses to give me leave to go with you. And the princes of Moab rose up, and they went to Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. And Balak sent still again princes, more, even greater than they. And, and they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus says Balak, the son of Zippor, let nothing, I pray you, hinder you from coming to me, for I shall promote you to very great honor, and I shall do whatever you say to me. Come, therefore, I pray you, curse this people for me. And Balaam answered and said to the servants of Balak, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of Yahweh my God to do less or more. Now, therefore, I pray you, stay here this night, too, so I may know what more Yahweh will say to me. And God came to Balaam at night and said to him, 
if the men come to you, rise up, go with them. But yet the word which I shall say to you, that will you do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the princes of Moab. And God's anger was kindled because he went. And the angel of Yahweh stood in the road to be an adversary against him. Now he was riding on his donkey and his two servants were with him. And the donkey saw the angel of Yahweh standing in the way with his sword, with his sword drawn in his hand. And the donkey turned aside out of the way and went into the field. And Balaam struck the donkey to turn her into the road. But the angel of Yahweh stood in a path of the vineyards, a wall being on this side and a wall on that side. And when the donkey saw the angel of Yahweh, it thrust itself to the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. And he struck it again. And the angel of Yahweh went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the donkey saw the angel of Yahweh, she fell down under Balaam and Balaam's anger was kindled and he struck the donkey with his staff. And Yahweh opened the mouth of the donkey and it said to Balaam, what have I done to you that you have hit me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, because you have mocked me, I wish there were a sword in my hand, for now I would kill you. And the donkey said to Balaam, am I not your donkey upon which you have ridden ever since I was yours to this day? Did I ever attempt to do so to you? And he said, no. Then Yahweh opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of Yahweh standing in the way and his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed down his head and fell on his face. And the angel of Yahweh said to him, why have you hit your donkey these three times? Look, I purposefully came out to stop you because your way is perverse before me. And the donkey saw me and turned from me these three times. If it had not turned from me, surely now I would have slain you and saved it alive. And Balaam said to the angel of Yahweh, I have sinned, for I did not know that. You stood in the way against me. Now, therefore, if it displeases you, I shall go back again. And the angel of Yahweh said to Balaam, go with the men, but you will only speak the word that I shall speak to you. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. And when Balak heard that Balaam had come, he went out to a city of Moab to meet him, which is at the border of Arnon, which is at the furthest end of the border. And Balak said to Balaam, did I not earnestly send for you to call you? Why did you not come to me? Am I not indeed able to promote you to honor? And Balaam said to Balak, see, I have come to you. Now, do I have any power at all to say anything? The word that Yahweh puts in my mouth, that will I speak. And Balaam went with Balak, and they came to Kiryat Huzot. And Balak offered oxen and sheep and sent to Balaam and to the princes that were with him. 
And it happened on the next day that Balak took Balaam and brought him up into the high places of Baal, that there he might see the farthest part of the people. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may His light shine upon you.